I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hydrate you in the toilet, you bastard. What? Go away. <laughs> that sounded wrong. Are you talking to me? Yes, you. Start the podcast. You're like fucking a dying man's handshake. <laughs> 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 Hello, everybody. Welcome to season three of Ready Player Two. This is the kind of content that you can expect from here on out. Um, so, yeah, so if you're new, uh, that's just a taster. That's just a, a bit of a palate cleanser there for you. To get you in the mood, get you in the mood for the kind of content that you can be expecting for the rest of the, the time. I'm Rich. Hello. Uh, I apologise in advance for the content of my face, but if you have, uh, if you've listened to us before, you know exactly what you're in for. Uh, we've got, we've got everybody. We've got everybody else. We've got the host from the most from Man on the Post. It's Mr. Ross from Elbag. Oh, lovely. Apart from the last bit. Hello. <laughs> yeah, hello. Uh, the custodian of the boobs, Elisha Mae Trevin. Hey. 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 <laughs> How are you doing? Hey there. How you doing? How you doing? And the love child of Vin Diesel and a Wookiee. Uh, Lewis, you can't fucking Google me anymore, night. <laughs> Is that what Vin Diesel would sound like as a Wookiee? Yeah, when that was I am Groot. Oh yeah, that is I am Groot. Yeah, that's a, that's a sex, a sexily? That's a sexily what he would say. I don't even mm. know. I don't even know where I was going. <laughs> I don't know what happened. This is, oh god, my... Or Vin Diesel if he was a Wookiee. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna do a joke about having wood there, but I think that'd probably be redundant. Are we all good? Marvelous. Are we all good? Do, yeah. any, of us, do any of us actually have wood before we got get started? L, how you doing? Sorry, I'll put the wood away. Okay, you good. <laughs> good idea. Oh my god, we, we've all been incredibly quiet. The website's been a little bit quiet while we've been gone. We've done a trailer trash video and we've talked a little bit and played some games, but we've, we've been keeping it kind of on the DL recently, haven't we? Mm. Yeah. Life has been hard. Life has been hard? <laughs> my god, you sound like you're about to ask for some more gruel. What the hell's happened? <laughs> oh man, life has been busy. Life sucks. Life yeah. can go do one. I just want to play games. I know. There's, there's shit going on. There's shit going on everywhere. It's tough all over, bitch. Get on with it. Oh. Ah! <laughs> well, we're okay. Well, we're back. We're back. The shit, shit's gone down. You've heard that E3 did some stuff. There was some E3 stuff. We did some trailers from the from E3. Um, yeah. We're not going to really talk about those too much. But there was some good stuff. There was some bad stuff. There was some indifferent stuff. And then there was Knuckles. 
So yeah, you we had rather a... cleverly decided to take a break, didn't we, as the biggest gaming event of the year happened? Do you know what? We are not like we break with conformity. <laughs> you know, there we are not no like we are not like other podcasts that plan ahead. We we, <laughs> we just Besides, do we have to we give want. other people a chance every once in a while. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, yeah, we don't yeah. need to cover big things like E3. Because um, yeah, Too bad you're a gamer. <laughs> Don't have anything. We yeah. make the news. Yeah, we 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 are the news, motherfuckers. So yeah, we because we're going there. But then, to be honest, everybody knows everything about Eurogamer. I think we did this last year. I think it was just kind of like, yeah, Eurogamer is a thing. Uh, not Eurogamer. E3. E3 is a thing. Everybody kind of knows what's going on with E3. All the big stuff's happening. So, um, if there was any really interesting indie games or anything like that, I'm sure they're going to pop up very shortly, and we'll let you know what was going on in the indie scene. But. As you probably know if you've listened to this podcast before, the big shit's the big shit. You know what's going on. Fucking Call of Duty's coming out again. You know there's going to be another one. Um, it's going to be, exactly, yeah, it's going to be reskinned. It's going to be the same thing. This time it's going to be even more futury. So there's some shit going down there. Um, Plus Kevin Spacey and more yeah, Kevin Spacey and more Kevin Spacey, like a hundred percent more Kevin Spacey because he wasn't in any <laughs> of the other ones. So um, yeah, that's the thing. There's loads of things. There's stuff going on, but the, the big stuff we don't like to cover. We like to cover the little stuff. We like we fight for the underdogs, unless they're making shit games, in which case they they can fuck off. So we have we been have we been play, we can cut that bit. Let's just cut that bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't don't we don't like to let, uh, tell an indie game developers to fuck off unless it's really bad. You know, unless, unless you're making another two D side scroller. Do you know what? Yeah, two D side scrollers. Yeah. Anyway, um, so what's, what's everybody been doing? Has anybody been playing anything really cool and amazing and new? Because I certainly fucking haven't. Nope, me neither. Wow, we are so... We, our finger is on the pulse <laughs> of the gaming industry. So I'm just going to get mine um, out of the way. I'm going to get mine out of the way quickly. Right, the, the, basically wow. the entire time we have been away, I have been playing Mass Effect. This is like the entire time we've been away, I've been playing Mass Effect 3. And this, this stemmed from... The first time I played Mass Effect 3, I played it and I got kind of most of the way through the single player and then thought, I just want to try the multiplayer out before I get bored of this game. So I went on to the multiplayer and then I just totally stopped playing the single player because I was completely hooked on the multiplayer. So recently <laughs> I said, do you know what? I never finished the single player. And now there's some DLC out that extends the ending to the single player game. And I know that a lot of people had real problems with the ending. It doesn't completely change it. It doesn't do like a Fallout 3 and go, actually, you didn't die. Jazz hands. It just kind of goes, it just kind of goes, well, you did still die a lot, and, uh, and but here's kind of why, and this is the fallout and aftermath of what happened after you died, which is still just a shit, but anyway. So I uh, I got into that, I played about an hour of the single player campaign, and since then I've been playing multiplayer again, and I still haven't finished the fucking game. <laughs> so that's pretty much been me, I've just been completely hooked on the multiplayer on Mass Effect 3, so. Okay, that's How fair. much sex have you had in Mass Effect? How much, what, sorry? sex have you had you have very little sex in the multiplayer of mass effect um there is like a, a chat thing there's like a chat thing where them. you can talk to other people but if you just get kicked out of games if you try and do that kind of ASL, stuff. baby. yeah <laughs> How you doing? hey baby yeah. wanna join me for some calibrations <laughs> what? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> bring that yeah. omni tool over here and i'll put it to good use <laughs> biotics i'll show you biotics Oh yeah. my god. That's how We're that's how I roll in Mass Effect. Um, and then I play like a tiny bit of Minecraft. So I've basically been playing games that I have been playing for a very long time and played pretty much nothing new. Um, we're attempting to get hold of a couple of decent new games that are coming out and some indie games that are coming out so we can actually talk about something interesting. But yeah, I, I think I've really enjoyed myself just playing whatever the hell I want without any pressure to, to kind of play new stuff so I can talk about it. So that's been really enjoyable. Uh, we'll get Lewis out of the way. Lewis, what have you been playing? 
Uh, I played and finished my first horror game. <gasps> wow! Now, hang on, because I'm not entirely sure this counts as a horror game. It's a Wii horror game. you. It's made by Nintendo. This, can, can this really count as a horror game? It's made by Ubisoft. Alright, sorry, I'm like, sorry. It's, it's licensed for a Nintendo console, so it can't be that bad, yeah. can it? <clears throat> it's actually quite scary. There's some drop scares in it. It's a bit tense. Um, but the thing that kind of put me off it the most was the, the copy pastes and um, set dressing and the fact that it's very cool blimey gavner is it like, if the zombies if the zombies could say that they'd be like gosh shiny shoes what and, why are they all copy like, zombies well no but they they all look really they look like stereotypes of British characters, so uh, wonderful <laughs> British kind of cliches. They all got so at one point. Oh, I love them. No, but I nailed someone in a suit, a zombie in a suit, uh, wearing a bowler hat, and I nailed him with a cr <laughs> cricket bat. Right, sorry. Can you before he said cricket bat? Can you just clip that that whole section, Ross? I, nailed, I nailed a zombie in a suit with a bowler hat is just fine. That's, that's <laughs> the entirety of that sentence. Killing with a cricket bat uh, is also an incredibly English weapon to use. Is it, is it set well. in England? Yeah. Is this, I've played loads yeah, of it's, it's Yeah, it's set in London. Um, so, like, you have to traverse the undergrounds and go into, like, uh, Buckingham Palace and stuff like that. <laughs> and it, it, But, yeah, apparently Buckingham Palace has got some kind of um, underground secret base in it. Mm. If I was going to build a palace... And it didn't have an underground secret base, I'd be like, this is fucking weak. You know? I'd be going <laughs> to the contractors and I'd be like, seriously, all this money you couldn't put a secret base in? What the fuck? Mm. That's, that's where the queen goes to turn into that lizard thing that she is. Oh, so she does. That's where she goes to play Zombie U. <laughs> waggles like a good. <laughs> Can't be seen playing Nintendo. No, there's not, there's not much waggling in, uh, in Zombie U, fortunately, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. That You're might be, not, that might be a don't. Wii game I can get on board with then. So, good, good kind of thumbs up. Give, yeah. Sum up and good words. Good, good, solid game. No. <laughs> ne wow. Needs more polish. Needs more polish? In a minute, a minute yeah. ago, it was great. Now, suddenly, it needs more polish. No, it it is a good game, but it needs to be it needs better. to be polished a bit more to make it a better game yeah all the zombies totally need monocles and then it's okay yeah stereotypes Basically. of stereotypes are, are okay and funny when they go way over the top when they're just kind of not very accurate and made by somebody's clearly never actually been to england then not, maybe not so much yeah Did all the zombies like, just have like bad teeth because all the americans <laughs> seem to think we've all got bad teeth <laughs> well no but like there were some that were parading around in tracksuits and Others that are um, British bobbies and beef eaters and the Queen's Guard. But if you're in Buckingham yeah, Palace, that's the kind of content you'd expect. I mean, not the hoodies, you know, not the tracksuit toting motherfuckers. Although that could have been like, you know, Edward and the other ones. <laughs> you know? You could have just been like, well, we're yeah. in the palace, everything's okay. Oh my god, zombies! You know, just in their casual yeah. wear. Some of it does make sense in context, but like. There are lots of black cabs that are then spray painted with the Union flag on the side of it. It's like, well, a black cab is very British or English, yeah. so what, like, 
Why do you need to put a fucking union flag on the side? Do you know what? I'm it's a bit overkill. I need to cut into this, and and you guys that you guys that are into football and everything might understand what the fuck this is all about, but I really, really don't. So recently, World Cup, yeah. There's people everywhere with, Still yeah, with. Oh, well, okay, fucking, we're out of it. So I, I stopped. <laughs> I stopped paying attention, um, and. Uh, so everybody's like driving everybody, uh, driving everywhere with the with the whole fucking St George's Cross on their cars and all the rest of it. Oh, flag wankers. Right? Why? 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 Why are there so many of these things around that in the middle of the of the red cross it says England across the, the sun? <laughs> you know? And it's just like, well, pick. Just one. to make sure that you know. Yeah, you pick one or the other. Yeah, the flag says it all, or the word says it all. I think if you put both of them together, you just look like an idiot. Just replace the word England with UKIP and you get the same point across me. Political. This podcast is turning into something entirely different. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to backtrack here before we start frog marching. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, that's just me kind of getting annoyed about that. Why would you even bother doing that? You don't see the Brazilians fucking writing Brazil across the middle of their flag. It's stupid. Uh-huh. Um, Why would you fly a flag for a football team anyway, idiots? Right, anyway, so that's the end of that. Um, what were we doing? Uh, oh yeah, so Zombie you. that's okay. Um, kind of media yeah. review from Lewis there. Yeah, um, played some Payday 2, uh, Team Fortress 2, some Loadout, some more Sonic, played some Monaco. Uh, <laughs> Monaco, any good? I played... Nah. <laughs> right, your reviews today are fucking stonking. <laughs> I can see why there's not been any content on the website recently. I would, I would, although I would love like a Lewis review section. So Monaco, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like trailing off, <laughs> gradually smaller fonts. <laughs> it's all right. It's like it's not out of this world. It's not groundbreaking. It's like a retro, pixelated. Are you supposed bollocks. to play it with friends? Isn't that the whole thing? Isn't this, isn't this yeah, I, yeah, I did. I played it with some guys that from Twitter, Simon and a couple of other guys. Um, yeah, and it, I just... I don't know. I didn't particularly like oh, it. Hang on, you've like got friends the nuts. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Well, they, they like to play video games with me. Unlike you, pricks. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute, you're my friend. I just I came off the back off the back of that. Thought, what other friends? What about oh? So why are you making weird? What the hell? It's like, it's like we've got sloth from the Goonies just in the corner making weird noises. Hey guys! Oh my word. Okay, we're going to move away from Lewis because he hates everything and clearly doesn't appreciate our friendship enough. Um, Mr. Ross for Bellbag, what have you been playing while we've been away? Yo, I've been playing Titanfall recently, um, Watch Dogs, uh, Mario Kart 8, and uh, this little this little PC game, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's not very popular, Minecraft. You know. have been playing Minecraft. <gasps> what? <laughs> you have been playing Minecraft. See, I, I, you did say about this, you did say that maybe you were at a time in your life where you were ready for the lube. And I, I didn't really take you seriously because I thought that you were just kind of going to string me along like you always do and then leave me high and dry, <laughs> you know, holding the Vaseline and with a big frown on my face. But Fucking one hand Vaseline. Yeah, yeah. yeah ex- exactly. <laughs> um, but no, no, you, you've gone ahead and done it. So have you played Minecraft with anybody? or? Uh, no, I'm just trying to get a hang of... Um, well, I'm, I'm retarded and can't do WASD properly, so I need to practice that on my own first before people uh, see me wandering around. Before people see you, idiot. Break them. <laughs> yeah. 
so I, I just started playing Minecraft again as well because I just it's like crack I can't get away from it so uh, my brother my brother's done the same thing he's never played Minecraft and uh, he's just started playing but he in my opinion he's kind of made a mistake he's gone and started playing on a server with a bunch of other people that he knows and they've all just given him a load of shit and that's just like so boring the whole point in yeah. Minecraft is the fun gathering and the, the whole starting off and being a bit scared that you could die at any moment that's the whole thing for me so but so you're playing just single player on your PC right now Yes, me and you. Yes, just getting used to it. Um, I've been you. watching quite a lot of YouTube videos from um, YouTubers uh, like KYR Speedy, who does a, a crew craft and stuff like that. And uh, it, I was watching loads of them, and they're quite interesting. The stuff they can build looks quite fun. And I've seen obviously, is it Tony P UK on Twitter? His some of the stuff yeah. he builds is incredible. Yeah, they got amazing. I mean, a load of them have got together and played it on a, on the Xbox, and they've got loads of really good mm. stuff. So, um, I'm yeah, of... I played the trial on Xbox, oh, right, and yeah. it just felt weird playing it with a controller. So I thought I might, I'm going to have to learn to do WASD. I'm going to be getting it when it comes out on uh, on the Vita, and I think it will probably end up being the best thing that I have on me my Vita. <laughs> Um, mm. But I, yeah, I'm getting back into it on PC. So I know I'm, I'm, I'm up for kind of me and you jumping in and, and getting some blocks on, baby. Yeah, I'm quite oh, enjoying yeah. it. I would like some yeah. more guidance and what to do. Yeah, oh, guidance. To totally things. Wrong, I'm totally the wrong person for you then. What am yeah, I, I fucking Scotch Mist? Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I've not been invited to this fucking menagerie. All either. of us, well, all of us can get. No, no, fuck yeah! Me and I will go and have our own Minecraft party. <laughs> yeah, we're well, blackjacks, blackjack and hookers. We're, we'll be fine. This, that, well, this we're probably going to mention. Yeah, I know. Something we might mention later on is the fact that we're doing this podcast um, fortnightly now, and every other week's going to be a game night. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, and this isn't something that we kind of broadcasted or, or t- told anybody about or even really discussed at great length, but... No. We, we yeah. carry on with what we've been doing and then come back to that? Yeah, we'll come back <laughs> to this, we'll come back, this, this is the yeah. thing. Okay, so we're going to have to get on, like, all of us, all of us are going to have to get on Minecraft, and we're going to try and curb it a bit more than we did before, because I think last time, we never released this video, but we attempted to ease Ross into Minecraft before, and I think that that almost single-handedly led to him not playing the game for so long. Uh, because it, here. Yeah, it was less of an easing in and more of a well dropping in. Look what into we can do! Giant, look at this. Yeah, giant gaping hole of, of mind-boggling craziness. So yeah, we, we're, we're going to try not to do that again. So that's good. You've been playing Titanfall. I still haven't played uh, Titanfall. So yeah. Yeah, I've gone back to it. There's been a new update and it's got new game modes in there. One called Marked Man, which is quite cool. Um, one player from each team uh, becomes the Marked Man. Uh, it, it cycles through the players during the game, and then the first team to kill the opposition team's marked man gets the yeah, point. Yeah, Titanfall. I haven't played that yet, so it's good. It's good fun. It's still only six on six, though, which is a bit of a problem. Uh, I think I, I think I'll wait until they bring out um, that whole future warfare thing and just play that instead. <laughs> Call of Duty. What? Call of Duty, uh, no, yeah, whatever it's called, whatever the next one. <laughs> just fucking Call of Duty. This one's Call of Duty yeah. Elysium, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> You know, and unless unless they give unless they give you some giant sword like they do in Age of Tomorrow, I'm not that interested. If I'm, I'm <laughs> you need a giant sword, like if you're now you're now in a suit that can that lets you comfortably have a Buster Sword on your person at all times. Mm. Why wouldn't why wouldn't you have that? And if they could also sell a tape on like a gun arm instead of my regular arm, that's like a twofer. <laughs> yeah, and I'm off and away then. And then I could wear like maybe a skimpy outfit and some black gloves. That's three. I can't think of any other way. Maybe long blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going a little bizarre now. Um, fuck, am I talking about? Right. So that's that. Mario Kart 8 as well. See, Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. Did, was it? Did we have this argument on the podcast? 
last time? No, was this a chat. Yeah, was this just a chat? I'm going to bring this up yeah. briefly. It was a long, it was a long chat that we had, but uh, I don't like Watch Dogs. When? <laughs> me and Ross, me and Ross were just having, we were having a con- conversation uh, as as we do, uh, and I brought up the fact that I don't, I don't like Watch Dogs very much. I don't think it's very good. <laughs> so yeah, I'm kind of on your side now as well. Oh, are you really? Because you were really cute. <sighs> you were spitting bile and vitriol at me before. <laughs> I played the first uh, the first act, which is about nine missions. Um, the first kind of two two or three days it came out, and I've not been back to it since. Uh, it's boring, I, and I'm going to say this for, for anybody else who's, who's played Watch Dogs. It's Assassin's Creed, yeah, with less free running, uh, mixed with GTA, so but with less decent driving, um, and instead of pickpocketing people as you can do in Assassin's Creed, you hack their phones and steal their bank balance. Instead, the driving is fucking appalling. Yeah. Instead of instead of um, like eavesdropping on people as you do on Assassin's Creed, you hack their phones and listen to their conversations. Uh, basically, and instead of opening doors, you hack the door and open it at range. So basically, it is Assassin's Creed meets GTA, but all the shit that you would normally do by just walking up to something and pushing a button, you do at range by looking at it and pushing a button. That's <laughs> not new. That's not interesting. That's not hacking. The only decent thing that you can do with hacking is to completely unbelievable and crazy jumping from camera to camera by line of sight. How the fuck does that make any sense? It, it's just, it's, it wasn't a well thought out game. It didn't make any sense to me. The, the hacking could have been so much more interesting and it was just boring. Don't you yeah, have to do the, the standard thing of like, like having to climb up towers and stuff to unlock bits of the map? as well uh, there's wi-fi there's like these wi-fi access points you got to run around and kind of use these wi-fi access points and that kind of unlocks that bit of the map type thing and then yeah. you have to you like kind of you can't use your neato phone hackamabob uh, in certain areas of the map until you've broken into and hacked this particular area this like building that's being like protected by a load of people but the people i don't know how many of these you managed to do ross before you got bored but those buildings that you've got to break into and you've got to like get into the building and sneak in and then hack this thing and it gives you like a, like a little mini game puzzle thing and then it opens up that area of the map and from then on you can like you can hack people using your phone and nick money off them and stuff like that yeah you can stand outside these areas because it's like a chain link fence you can stand outside these areas and shoot the guards through the chain link fence with a silenced pistol and they have yeah. absolutely no idea what's going on. So you just shoot <laughs> you just shoot at these guys and then like one of them will fall over. And five of the guys will go like, oh my god, somebody just died. Let's all run <laughs> where his body is and mill around. Yeah. So, so they all run over and they're just like, some guy's dead. Hmm, I'm not really sure what to do now. They just kind of mill around and you just stood behind this chain link fence. And they can, they're looking fucking right at you. <laughs> yeah. And they just like pop you in the head. Pop you in the head. And like every time it happens, the rest of them look surprised. <laughs> they're just like, hold oh, <laughs> <laughs> the fucking body. And I'm just, this is the worst AI in my entire fucking life. Um, so the driving's t- terrible. The whole It took me ages to work out that I could do the slow-mo thing. All the shit mm. that you've got to hack while you're driving along, you've got to do behind you. There's too much on the screen. It's too much going on. It's, it's just it's just nuts. And I'm sorry, but on the PC, the the graphics to get it actually to run at a half decent level on my PC. And bearing in mind that I'm playing most new games at near to top graphics, even though my PC is quite old. This thing wouldn't fucking run even half decently when I turned it right down to minimum everything. <laughs> and that's after they stripped out all the decent fucking graphics that they showed at E3. 
So it doesn't look that great on Xbox One, even to be honest. So it's just, it's just I, I was just underwhelmed. I was just underwhelmed. The, all the hacking can be done just, just by looking at somebody and pushing X. Where's the challenge? It's not yeah. fucking hacking. That's looking at somebody and pushing X. I was playing it and I thought I, I would rather be playing GTA 5 right now. So I just went and started playing GTA 5 on 360 instead. So did your review, does your review stand up? The one that you wrote for the site? I never actually wrote that, but it wouldn't do, no. <laughs> I, thought I, I thought that you you were getting ready to publish it. I thought maybe that you'd given up on it because you, you changed your mind. No, I, I, when I wanted to review it, it was in the first week, I would have given it a very high score. It would have been an 8 or a 9, but it's, it's a 5 now. It's an average again. Disappointing. Very disappointing. Mm. It had so many good good ideas behind it, but just kind of let down. Anyway, that's my mini rant about Watch Dogs. Another game that I haven't completed. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. That's another thing that I played while we were away. I played Watch Dogs, and I was woefully underwhelmed by it. Um, right, okay, that's Ross. That's everything that Ross is doing. We're going to move over to L. Hello! Have you played anything amazing, new, shiny, indie, or otherwise fantastic? I always play indie games. Uh, tank. Oh, yeah. Tank. I am indie. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am all that is indie. <laughs> anyway, um, I play Tengami, which is on uh, my phone. It's an app. Um, basically, I really, really love uh, Bunraku, which is like a Japanese theatre, but with like paper stuff. So anything that's like folding origami paper books anything like that i'm like ah oh, i just wanna i wanna indulge in in the media that is folded paper um folded paper just makes me happy uh tengami plays like a uh, a pop-up storybook and uh, right. you you play as it's really good i really freaking enjoyed it it was um really really lovely to look at and i think that's the thing that i kind of need when i'm on the train going into work and it's just like Ah, uh, low is me. I'm on the train, and then you've yeah. got this beautiful, beautiful little game in front of you, and you're just like, do you know what? Fuck it. It's a 45-minute journey, but that's okay. I get to indulge in this lovely, eye orgasmic piece of work. Eye-gasmic. Um, I love that. Eye-gasmic that is, that is piece my favourite word of the podcast already. Um, it looks very nice. I'm looking at it now. It's really pretty, and it's a really, really simplistic puzzle game, so it's great for when you get up at six in the morning and you don't know how to put keys in a door. Like, it's fine, you can still play it. Um, basically, there's like a little bit of haiku in there. That's fine, it doesn't stick around too too long to become annoying. Uh, and basically, you're trying to get like the sakura back on the tree so it's like all better again. It's really good. I, I really enjoyed it. It's just like touch screen base so you go i really want to go there which is great again for when you're really sleepy and you've got like no basic motor function like ah oh, the, the screen with your nose see immediately yeah. when i look at this i think tear away meets um tenshi yeah i mean i'm just all over see, anything that's based in japan this so. looks a bit it looks and sounds a bit like the puppeteer now yeah. i don't which I will honestly say I tried playing and it is the most detestable game I've ever played. <laughs> it is so like try hard whimsy. It's just yeah, yeah I'm not gonna talk about it anymore. <laughs> this makes this game makes me so angry that I can't even talk about it. Wow. No, yeah. This game isn't very try-hard, it's just... The, it doesn't. But, no, 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 but this game looks... This isn't like a full... 
Tingami yeah. isn't like a full release I mean, for the PS3. This actually looks like quite a a whimsical game that isn't going to be forced whimsy. Forced whimsy yeah. again. I'm loving yeah. this. So this is on. So hang on. So this is available on the Wii U as well. Is that right? Yeah. What? What I game? Don't know. So it's a new game, Tengami. Uh, no, I've been playing it on my phone. On your phone? It's just an app. Okay, because yeah. right, I've just I've just seen a, a, a video of it being played on a Wii U, so I'm I'm thinking that it's, really yeah, it's either out on that or it looks like it's coming out on that as well. So is that is it free on the phone or is it pay for? No, and this is oh. like my one complaint that I was going to get to. It's two forty nine. It's not really that it's much only, content for two forty nine. It's only one forty nine at the moment. You got yeah. ripped off. You got ripped off. I, I I bought it a while ago, so you know. Mm. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, oh, Elvis, sad now. Um, but you know, it's fine. Like I've replayed it more times than I probably should. It's it's just enjoyable. I mean, one forty nine, yeah, I'd fucking buy it. Uh, two forty nine, maybe maybe not got enough like content for me to be happy for that to be kind of justified. But it's a pretty stand up game. It's pretty stand up. Can you imagine? And that's, that's... Sorry, sorry, I'll carry on. That's okay. Just, can, can you imagine how how spoiled we are nowadays? Can you remember back when like Super Mario Brothers three was the the top game of its time, like the best game that you could possibly get? And we're forking out at least twenty five pounds for a game on the NES. Did you ever think it would come a time where you where you would say this game that's so amazing, that's on this piece of technology that I can carry around with me, that has a uh, a battery life of you know a couple of days. Two forty nine is just too much for me to pay. Ah, <laughs> oh, first world problems. Remember when we, we used to we used to pay you know a pittance for a stick? Man, the inflation's gone up, <laughs> and we crazy. just used to be happy playing stick. You know, I was never Look happy playing stick. I was. Look I said, you know, I said to that priest, no, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> you know, there are there's fucking video games to be played. Just look, pull your trousers up. We're off. So they okay. The sticks in Wales. <laughs> they had sticks in Wales. They had sticks in Wales. Charged them. He charged you for them. I know. Jesus. What? Scandalous. Yeah, a, a, a pittance. You know, pittance. back in the day. Yeah. A pittance. I remember when I used to and... walk around with that pittance in my. I don't even know what the fuck uh, we're talking about anymore. What are we going on about? No, okay. we, we, we've just right. spiraled like, into nonsense. Jesus, you descended into fucking let's, ridiculousness let's already. Let's pull this train back. Yeah. Let's so the next. Rerail it. Next game. Next game. Next game was Le- Leave Me Alone. Um, it's a two. Oh, it's what they did there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to do that. It's well, I, actually, I, no, I don't because I don't know what the game's about. So it's you. You play a, a leaf and you just oh, oh, an adventure. Oh, I see what they did there. So you know. Okay. I'm, I'm just what, like, what, oh. what, what's that? Um, uh, on the PC, it's an indie game. Um, uh, it's like a, a little puzzle game. It's a 2D platformer. There's it's fucking a, loads of them out at the moment. It's a pixel the, art 2D platformer. I was I was waiting for somebody to just say that. That's all it is. I'm just I'm just like, look, this is this is what it is. I mean, you know, you're gonna have fun on it anyway. It's oh, so much whimsy and wonder. Um, it's it's a neat little 2D platformer, and I don't normally want to play 2D platformers just because there's fucking there's a dime a dozen of these things these days. But it looks nice. It plays well. I enjoyed it. But okay. it's a 2D platformer. But it's a 2D platformer. Okay, okay. fine. Next game? Uh, God's 
will be watching. You know what? I've... Which sounds very ominous. Oh, I've, I've seen this game several times. I nearly, nearly, nearly bought it. I think it was in the Steam Summer Sales. Or, it was either in Steam Summer Sales or it was on the Humble Bundle uh, sale type thing. I nearly got yeah. it because it looks really, really good. It's good. Any game where you get to be a dick bag, I'm just like, yeah, let's fucking do this. <laughs> Am just, I gonna try it? <laughs> you just get to be the biggest dick possible, just to find out the reaction and well, like what the aftermath of you being a dick is. It's it's just just you going to a game, being like, I'm being a massive douche. What you gonna do about it? <laughs> I I really enjoy it. I like I like seeing games being like, well, I don't kind of know. But then you get games like this, like Dark Souls 2, that are just like, well, I'm going to watch you eat your own face meat. So yeah, it looks really, it does look really good. It looks like the kind of game that I could just, I don't know how much lifespan it's going to have, but I, it looks like the kind of game that I'd like to play just so that I can say I've played it. Wicked. All right. Is that everything that all of us have been doing? Or does anybody want to kind of throw in a, uh, a wild game? Has a wild I game appeared? Far Sky. I don't know. Far Sky? Yeah, that was okay. I'm really, really scared, scared of fish, though. And this game is based underwater. And there's this bit with barracudas, and they swim at you, like, so aggressively. So I spent, like, five minutes, like, hidden in this kind of, like, den, just, like, watching out the window, like, they're fucking coming to get me. That's, that's essentially my experience. Is this that underwater crafting one? Is it like Minecraft yeah. underwater? It's it's Minecraft underwater, and I have no idea why I bought it. Well, I was really drunk, and that's why I bought it. But well, you know, it's like the worst game in the world for you to buy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what the thought process behind that was. Let's oh, let's was all like go a... swimming. Wait a minute. Okay, fine. That was a silly process. Deep in the sea, there won't be fish there. I watched a trailer for that, and it, it kind of looked kind of rubbish. So I decided not to buy it. So there you go. Uh, I find it a bit it terrifying. <laughs> yeah, but you bought Great it for a different reason game. than most people. You bought it as a horror game. Okay, right. That's the extraordinarily long protracted what we've been doing for the last God knows how long it's been since we the last did podcast. We are going to be back in a minute after an ever so short break while we wax Lewis's head, and we will uh, talk about the news, the shit that's been going on while we haven't been here. So be right back. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Uh, we're now into season three of the Ready Player Two podcast. Thank you for sticking with us. And if you're new, welcome. Welcome aboard the fun ship Ready Player Two. Um, you'll hear our plans going forward with the podcast coming up very soon in the podcast. But what we want to do is play more game nights with you guys. So hit us up on Twitter at ReadyP2 and let us know what games you want to play with us. Anything will do as long as at least two or three of us have got the games and we can come in and play with you. Who knows, we might record it, stick it up on YouTube, we might record the audio, stick it out as a special podcast. Who knows? Um, so yeah, let us know what you want to play. And uh, until then, I'll let you get back to the podcast. Thanks. Right then, we had a waffle, we whacked some heads, we're back for news. Um, who wants to take the first piece of news? Oh, oh, actually, I'm going to take the first piece of news. It's not really news, because I think everybody knows by now, but the Steam Summer Sale was bollocks. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It was bollocks. Uh, yeah, it wasn't very good. That's the end of that. Um, <laughs> here we go. Next piece of news. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly oh, on. It was terrible. I don't know what the fuck was going on. I kept looking at it. I was thinking, why would I buy any of this bollocks? It's rubbish. You want me to pick a fucking team? You want me to pick some kind of coloured team and then play games and then the team wins? And it doesn't make any fucking sense. I was on you? green team. They were shit. I didn't get anything. I play solo. Yeah. <laughs> I play, it's like your mantra for life. Sit down, James. I play solo. Right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so who else, who else to take the first piece of actual news? Well, I, I, take call it actual I didn't find actual it, news. but... You, you go for it. It's okay. It's going to be funny. Everything we say is rehashed. It's all good. Uh, those fucking wanks at the sun, like <laughs> saying that... I. I I'll be honest, I didn't read it because I was just a bit pissed off and like, what utter bollocks are they spouting? Saying that fucking gaming is as addictive as heroin. Of course it is. Oh. Like, what? So I'm going to go from playing arcade games to blowing old guys' cartridges in the in a dark, dank alley <laughs> so I can get my next Journey RPG fix. Oh my god, I love that analogy. That's the best thing I've ever heard. Here. It's buy, just... Do you want to buy these uh, these mushrooms? <laughs> they make you grow bigger, or sometimes they give you extra lives. <laughs> oh, or you can throw fireballs. It's just... Yeah, like... What scientist or even Sammy Sane person would go mm, yeah uh, yeah this is this is a, a pretty good investigation no it's not shut up right i go just away. Like, this I just isn't like news. right so the, the evidence that they've got here is um a london-based clinic which receives five thousand calls a year from concerned parents so the first issue here is this is these are parents yeah who have probably allowed their children to play certificated video games that are way above their age range um, and have now, it's gone out of control. Uh, they couldn't be bothered to be decent parents. They couldn't be bothered to actually parent them. So they've allowed the TV and a video game to do their job for them. And now it's got out of control. Now the kid doesn't want to listen to them and is getting unruly. They decided to call it a medical condition and call somebody for help. The difference here between parents who, who abuse their children and let them do whatever they want playing video games and parents who abuse their children and let them do whatever they want taking heroin is that parents who have let their children take heroin have got the good sense to shut the fuck up about it and I hope that nobody notices <laughs> just uh, yeah I, this, this genuinely 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 really really pisses me off and not for the reasons that the son is trying to report it but just because the evidence that they're using is these parents who are ringing for for assistance parents ring for assistance for all kinds of things parents ring you know parents get under the you know 
they get in trouble, they feel overwhelmed. There are all kinds of reasons that parents might ring for either medical or social assistance with their children. And this one happens to be video games, but there could be all kinds of other reasons. My children won't eat their vegetables. My children don't play well with others at school. They've got some kind of, you know, they can't speak properly. And this is a, a common thing. Children pick up language at different rates. And a lot of parents have to get assistance to help their child learn how to talk properly. This, this, this medical things, the social things are, all, are always going on with kids. Video games is just one of them. And this is such a small aspect. But saying that it is more addictive than heroin it's just fucking ridiculous. And, I'm going to stop ranting because it pisses me off. But this is absolutely stupid reporting. This is irresponsible reporting. And more, more to the fact that it's going to cause even more parents to do this exact thing. Just ask. They should just let some um, give some heroin, addict, heroin addicts some games and see which ones they prefer after a week. I love the that idea. No, I love this idea. <laughs> So you just get like you just get like a load of video games and a load of consoles on like one side of the table and yeah. like a load of heroin on the other yeah. side of the table and just kind of go right in the middle of room. Yeah, pick one. And I like the <laughs> idea that maybe you put a load of ten-year-old kids in there as well, <laughs> and you put you put you know, and maybe you're gonna have to give them some tutorial videos in the same way that you know you get like a kind of uh, introduction at the beginning of a game that shows you how to use the controls. Yeah, you have like a, a kind of season heroin addict yes this is how you bend the spoon and this, this is where the lighter goes you know just just to help the kids along because otherwise they could have problems with it yeah but the, the thing about this is go on this it's i i know that again it's the sun i i found this one because i thought everyone would go apeshit over it and it's, <laughs> it's pretty true. it works um the thing the thing is with a lot of classical media, newspapers, books, literature, they're going to lash out at anything that kind of takes away from the cut of the money. Uh, a lot of people will tend to, again, buy... You know, the younger generation is going to buy a game more than they're going to buy a newspaper. Yeah. And that's that's where this kind of sensationalism comes in because newspapers, literature, old media needs to turn everyone against the new media in order for it to survive. And the actual study that was done... The guy who actually did the study for uh, the study that the Sun has based this lovely sensationalist article off has said that yeah, uh, gaming can be addictive. Yeah. And the good sure. the good news is it's a very tiny minority who are genuinely addicted to games. But then arguably it's a very tiny minority that are addicted to heroin as well. So if you, if you're drawing that kind of comparison, then I suppose it kind of makes sense. But no, this guy's this guy's been very honest and open. And after the fact, with the Sun article coming out, he's kind of he's yeah. kind of decided to step in and say, before anybody never pays me again to do any kind of research, I probably well, better yeah, quantify these results. He's still like, whoa. Yeah, he's had to try and claw back some of his credibility. Yeah, yeah, because but, well, this is what happens if you give stats, perfectly good stats and scientific research to, to monkeys. The sun. Yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> they're just going to beat their head against a typewriter and shit's going to get printed. Bling poo. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what, but what are they going to do next? Like, this is your kid on crack. This is your kid not on crack. This is your kid on Sonic. I just, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what the fuck happened to Knuckles? Like, bleeding from the nose. I, yeah. I, I like, 
the one thing I'm going to point out to all parents, and, and this isn't probably going to apply to anybody who's a parent that listens to this podcast, but there's a ma- the massive difference, the massive difference between drugs and other substance abusing things that you uh, might find children taking and video games is that some parents are stupid enough to give their children video games that they shouldn't play. No parent would walk into the house and give their pe- their child something that could easily be substance abused. Yet, a lot of parents seem absolutely fine giving 10-year-old children 18 certificate video games, which is abusing their mind and causing it's all like kinds you, of mental health problems that won't arise until later on in life and desensitizing them give, to things that at 10 years old they should be sensitive to so there you go you wouldn't give a 12 year old a dildo well... why would you give a kid an 18 year old game come on let's put let's put this into perspective is, do you know what you know if the options were that or she goes out trying to earn money down like the local football game you know then maybe, but no, I complete. I completely agree. There, there are things that you wouldn't give to children. There are things that you shouldn't give to children because they will cause them damage. And mental health issues are just as strong as anything that you can you can give to children that will cause them substance abuse and harm. So you've got to be fucking careful. And if parents are going to do this kind of thing, they can't just back out of it at the last minute and say, "Oh, this my kid's really addicted to computer games." It's just it's your fault. It's your fault. You did something wrong. Now you need to deal with it. There's um, a video on YouTube, it's um, seven and a half minutes long, it's from the Alan Titchmarsh show uh, back in 2010. And he was on there saying video games are violent and uh, kids shouldn't play them, blah, blah, blah. And there's a guy who works for, uh, I think it was IGN at the time, I can't remember who, who he works for, on there arguing the point saying video games have classifications. And it's up to the parents to um, stop the children playing these games if they're not old enough to play them. Uh, because it makes them violent. I'm going to send you the link to the video. You can both, you can all watch it now if you've got. I'm going to watch that. Got time? It's just there in the, in the chat for us. I, I do contest the point of making you violent as well. I like watching. Hmm. I will. Um. What I'll do is I'll cut. I'll. I'll cut the audio from that YouTube video into the podcast here, so people can listen to hear it as well. TV and film awards. But tonight it's the turn of the gaming industry to be patted on the back for its creative genius. On the shortlist are titles like Call of Duty 2, Modern Warfare, Left 4 Dead 2, Street Fighter 4, and GTA Chinatown Wars. It's an industry worth billions, but recently it's come under fire due to the violent nature of some of its content. So, should our children be exposed to violence, even if it's in the world of fantasy? And are such games corrupting the nation's kids? Here to discuss, our computerandvideogames.com editor, Tim Ingham, Julie Peasgood, and Kelvin McKenzie. Tim, to you first, a lot of people, a lot of parents in particular, are concerned with the enormous amounts of violence in these games. It's a bit more than the TV Western that we used to watch. The Lone Ranger was never quite this bad. Is it defensible? Uh, very much so, yeah. Um, you could say easily say the same thing for movies such as The Hurt Locker or Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious, which picked up Oscars. Um, but they have the certificates week. on them, and so children the, the under 18 can't have, get the video in. video games have exactly the same certificates. But they're at home. From the BBSC. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, you can't stop children getting in to a house and putting a video on. You can stop them going into a cinema. Yes, but you can't stop them buying... Well, you can stop them buying video games in the same way that you can stop them buying DVDs. And in fact, the retailers of video games in this country are incredibly strict on the games that are allowed to get into uh, the hands of minors, if you like. Um, An interesting statistic for you is that just one in 20 video games is uh, rated with an adult rating on it, which just goes to show that 19 in every 20 games are suitable for kids. And they're not only suitable for kids, they're suitable for parents to play with their kids 
And I think that's the most important thing, is that parents need to learn more themselves about what the content of video games are. Julie, you're shaking your head. I am shaking my head. Films aren't interactive. Video games are. Video games are addictive. They promote hatred, racism, sexism, and they reward violence. What kind of a message is that? You know, there's, there's a... There's a proven link between behavioural violence and video game violence. In no, a recent study, true, yeah, in a recent, you, listen, hear me out. Oh. In a recent um, American study, uh, over 130,000 kids worldwide were monitored. Okay, and regardless of age, sex, or culture, the kids who had a regular diet of violent video games were found to be more aggressive. They were found to be less caring. They had low self-esteem issues, and they suffered from depression. Before I bring Kelvin in, let me let Tim come back. On on that one. I mean, that's proven well, facts there. Well, yeah. I don't think they are proven facts. The government's own Byron Review, which took place last year, found that there was no direct link between the behaviour of, of children and what they played in video games long term. However, <laughs> however, I think, we're, we're, I think we're getting away from the main point, which is that these games are rated for 15 and 18-year-old adults, and they shouldn't be getting into the hands of children in the first place. We as a nation have a failing. We fail to understand that video games have set age categories exactly the same as film do, and we need to make sure that these video games stop getting in the hands of children, and the industry is all for that. Would that stop the problem, Kelvin? Well, uh, my, my main concern, look, I, I am not a war gamer, as you might, as you might gather, you know. Um, I, I, I rejected it quite early in life. No, uh, I'm not a war gamer, but the, the average age, by the way, is 33 of, of, of gamers. My main concern is that the sophistication of video games is such now that actually nobody can tell me where it's all going to end. Mm -hmm. And the, 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 the aspect that's raised is that if you get hold of something which is truly incredibly, incredibly violent, and you look at the difference, if you look at the last 10 years, look between how war game videos have moved on from the violence of then to the violence of today. If you looked in another 10 or 15 years, I am very concerned that incredible things will be happening. And then the psychological actual evidence on both sides is a little bit imbalanced at the moment. It's not clear to me w whether children are being damaged by it, although it must be said that the Borgia killers, some 15 years ago, one of them, uh, the boy Venables, he was corrupted by it, or he was affected by it, whether he was corrupted by it. So my issue really is, can you guarantee to me that in 15 years' time we are not looking at the, a tsunami of violence in the home which is going to corrupt a generation of children? Certainly, because they're... <laughs> You, you can guarantee that it will not. Not corrupt children. These video games shouldn't be getting in the hands of children in the first place. It's why companies like Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo ensure that there are parental locks on their systems that stop, that give parents the power what to stop. What about the issue of the level of violence? I think there's far more blood on the hands of movies if I'm speaking. What these pricks seems to be seem to be forgetting is that this guy is saying, well video games aren't for kids a lot of these games that are causing these issues aren't for fucking kids yeah that's the point he's making but they're not listening to him at all are they they're for grown-ups yes don't be pricks oh and i'm pretty sure that audience by the sounds of it is full of like mothers and oh yeah it's all old people like, spin spinsters yeah pricks <laughs> like i I've never really had any real kind of feelings or thoughts about Alan Titchmarsh, but yeah, yeah. he's a cunt. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh man, that comeback. Would you like some aloe vera for that burn? <laughs> fucking hell. What a babe. For this fucking bitch. Jesus yeah. Christ. Is everything that's wrong with people talking about video games? No oh my god, I'm like fucking. Yeah, exactly. Know what you're talking about. If you don't know yeah. what you're talking about, shut up, listen, learn, then you can talk about it. Mm. A recent study shows that I, video I game... give up because uh, it's going to make me cross. <laughs> I, I can't watch that, that guy I, is... No, I had to stop. Mm. Well done to him for not, like, being <laughs> Jumping over there. a seat and belting them both. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Exactly. Bitch slap them, jeez. See, yeah. this is what violent video games do, you cunts. <laughs> video game, game videos. Yeah, this is what war game videos do, you pricks. Just take out an AK-47, just stop firing into the ground. You fucking pushed me. Boss take this, fight. you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, that is one of the most biased pieces. Of, of shit, fucking shit, of attempted reporting or or what? conferencing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Have you seen what this woman actually does? Julie Peasgood. She writes about sex and relationships for the Sunday Mirror. She and she sells fucking sex toys. Well, none of them, none of them were listening in any way, shape, or form to anything that guy was saying. No, they weren't. No. I'm sorry, that but if you, me off. oh, you know, but it's accessible. You know, it's in houses. It's only in houses if you fucking put it there. In exactly. Also, the same way so are fucking DVDs. Are DVDs. Yeah, exactly. And also, when was the last time you saw a DVD player with parental controls? Exactly. Yeah. You know, when was the, when was the last time you saw a DVD player that express, expressly allowed the parents to limit? the use of the console or the use of the piece of technology within certain parameters and times of the day or age certificates of games or downloading. When was the last time you saw a parent that actually put parental controls on their mobile phone? I almost guarantee you that that's damaging children more than computer games are. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, that's what most, most, a lot of parents that I see, for instance, on the train or on the bus, will say, if their kid is acting up, they'll just thrust a fucking tablet or touchscreen device under their nose with yeah. a set of headphones to shut them up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, I am guilty of that on occasion. And if they're, if they're playing up in a restaurant, I put Netflix on. But again, I have parental control set on Netflix and I allow them to watch certain things. Yeah, Netflix for kids. Yeah. But... Yeah. You know, that you helps go. sometimes. But that's no diff that's no different to the kids playing up. Give them a book. That's no that's no you know if it, if it entertains them and it, it stops them from abusing everybody else that's in the restaurant or whatever, then what's the problem? It, mm -hmm. The issue that I the, I've got is people they just didn't listen. They didn't listen to a fucking word that he was saying. No. Oh, but no, you know, it's it's hyper violent. You know how can you condone this? I'm sorry, but have you seen Hostel? <laughs> exactly, like you said yeah. later on. Torture have you seen, porn is much yeah, worse. Have you seen half of the fucking movies <laughs> that are coming out of the cinema nowadays? Have yeah. you, seen, you know, there's, there are horror movies that are considerably worse than this. You wouldn't allow your kids to watch them. Yeah. Oh, but this this condones yeah. violence. It doesn't condone violence. Oh, this rewards violence. So does boxing. That's still on the fucking TV. <laughs> exactly. It's a much yeah. bigger industry than video games as well. Jesus. But there we go. Everyone's heard that audio now. Even yep. all of you listeners. Okay. So. Okay, fine. We're going to move on from this because we can debate this almost all night. And I think the day that anybody ever invites me onto a show like that, I would not help. No, seriously, I would not help the industry whatsoever. I would. Just I would. I would get up. As an I'd angry... be like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck this shit. I'm yeah. normally a very placid person. Video games have not promoted me to violence whatsoever. However, you opening your gob right now, <laughs> yeah, has had the had the complete opposite effect on me. Right. Okay. We're going to move to another piece of news. Um, uh, Ross, have you got some news? 
Yeah, Halo 3 Easter Egg uncovered seven years after its game's release. This well done, amazing. Bungie. I know, this is pretty good. This, there's a load of Easter Eggs that have been hidden in Halo 3. Apparently, Bungie are pretty um, well known for hiding Easter Eggs in their games. I didn't know this. I'd never hmm. heard about any Easter Eggs in Bungie games. But yeah, this is an Easter Egg where apparently in Halo 3, if you hold down, I think it's both of the thumbsticks. Is it both of the thumbsticks? Uh, Basically, at the, Halo, at the Halo 3 menu, if you hold down a combination of buttons, it shows like a kind of, um, it shows the halo misting in, like kind of being built out of particles on the screen. And yeah. all, the, all the menu options go away and you can see like this thing coming in. And, um, and if, you, uh, if you watch it, if you're really, really careful, there's a message on there that, that one of the developers has left on this thing that apparently <laughs> hasn't, been, hasn't been seen for like seven, seven years since the game's come out. And it came- oh yeah, have you seen it? If no, I'm watching what... it now. I can kind of see Lauren. Yeah. If... Oh, something like, will you marry me, Lauren? No, if you watch it back. Oh, I don't know. Once you... Now happy you've birthday. seen it, now you've got your eyes kind of engaged to it. If you watch it again, you can see and it says, happy birthday, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> That's unbelievable. It's just, do you know how pissed off would you be? Because she probably thinks that he missed her birthday seven years ago. <laughs> and actually, he put it in actually, one of the you know, he disappointing it... Halo games <laughs> of the series. Oh, I really liked yeah. Halo 3. Don't, so don't give me that. But I liked Halo 3 for the multiplayer. But yeah, I think that's really cool. I think it's really nice when stuff like that happens. And I, I absolutely love the fact that they managed to keep their faces shut about this for seven years. Yeah. Normally, with something like this... Well, normally with something like this, one of the guys would have gone, uh, there's another one there that you haven't seen. Yeah, or something, something like that. But no. So I think this is really cool. I love I love it when, when game developers hide Easter eggs in games, even if they're really obvious, even if they're really like kind of... Sometimes game developers are so proud of hiding something in a game that they make it way more than an Easter egg. It's just like in your yeah. face. But uh, And sometimes they really, really hide them. I don't, I don't know if this is necessarily classed as an Easter egg, because normally an Easter egg is something that you find and kind of understand. This is just a message that's been hidden in yeah, the game. But it's it's still very cool. I quite like this. Bungie um, making Destiny also. Plenty of Easter eggs for you to find there. Yeah, there's going to be loads of hidden shit in there. All of the eggs. Yeah, <laughs> if, you're, if you're really, really good and you like push up, down, left, right, A, B and start, you can play as the Master Chief. <laughs> That was, the best, want to do that? that was the best cheat code ever. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have a piece of news. Um, so apparently, uh, um, the guys that made... Uh, so EA Mobile, the guys that made a new Dungeon Keeper game, that whole free-to-play that wasn't free-to-play okay. game. Yeah. yeah, apparently they're on crack. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I think everybody knows that that game tanked. Um, it was just, it was terrible. Everybody thought that it was terrible. It had that whole shitty freemium model where you had to pay to win uh, and there was no actual enjoyability there. So, on reflection, uh, this this EA boss has come out and said, uh, Dungeon Keeper suffered from a few things. I don't think we did a particularly good job at marketing it or talking to fans about their expectations of what Dungeon Keeper was going to be or ultimately should be. Uh, I think our problem is that we innovated too much. <laughs> And I think that's a key thing that we all need to sit back and kind of cogitate on a little bit. We just need to think about that. <laughs> Dungeon Keeper, it was ahead of its time. And if we really think about this, I think we'll totally understand. It was ahead of its time. It was, you know, in 20 years time, people will want to just pay money and not play the game. I think that's where the industry is heading. I think you're just going to throw money at the problem. Instead of thumbsticks, you're just going to have coin slots. And you're just going to keep feeding money into the game and you're not going to do anything. There'll be no controls. You just keep feeding money into the game and it just plays itself and does everything for you. <laughs> I think that's where the industry is going, personally. 
And I, I think he's totally right. I think they innovated way too much. That's, that's exactly where everybody's going to be in 20 years' time. What a fucking... If that's, where game, if that's the way the game is going, I give up. I'll, I'll start go back to watching movies. I love the I love the fact that I, I like in the in the same breath as talking about like moving forward with computer games and paying for microtransactions. I went straight to coin slots. <laughs> it's like my brain is like retro futuristic. There's no online payments. There's no, no online payments in my futuristic mind. Everything, all control pads now come with coin slots. Like you won't be able to carry your iPhone around. It'll be so heavy from the coins that you've been slotting in the side of it all day long. Well, look at the next story in our agenda. Perfectly. Okay. Leads in very well. Oh, okay. The, uh, the Simpsons predicted a future of microtransactions. Uh, there's a video of Millhouse um, playing uh, the movie flop game Waterworld. Uh, he inserts 40 quarters, uh, he walks one step, and then the in game character stops and asks him to insert another 40 quarters to advance. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the Simpsons had their finger on it, they knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah, was 17 years ago. Can, who, who genuinely, who likes freemium? Who likes? Just, let's just let's just have a, like a verbal show of. Uh, let's, let's have a raise of hands. Yeah, let's just have a raise of tongues. <laughs> who actually likes microtransactions? Who thinks that they have played a game in which they thought these microtransactions? I really I like this. I think this adds to the game. I don't Nobody. mind them. I don't like them. No. So, so I played. I plants, yeah. I played Plants vs Zombies. Yeah. So Plants vs Zombies Two. Great game. Yes. Really, really enjoyable game. Um, I didn't see the point. I didn't see the point in the microtransactions. I don't... It, 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 it didn't make any sense to me. I would be much happier to just pay for the game. To just pay mm. once off for the game. And even if they bring out expansions. Expansions are a totally different thing in my mind. People argue that microtransactions have already existed because DLC and expansions to games were microtransactions. No, they weren't. They were expansions. They bring way more to the game than a microtransaction does. An expansion isn't buying a few gems so that you don't have to wait four hours for your resource to regenerate. Yeah, yeah it's forcing you, in order to continue with the game, to pay money for it. And that's no fucking good. So... I just, I just think it's silly. I would just rather pay for the game. Give us demos. This is what we need. The game, the game industry does not need a game that you can download for free but have to pay to be good at. The game industry needs demos. You need to be able to play the game before you buy it. The main reason that people aren't buying computer games is because they have absolutely no idea what they're going to be like until they pay good money for them and they end up being shit. And there's such a wealth of games out there that why would you bother wasting your money on something that's bollocks? Give us demos. We'll know that your game is good and we will pay for it. Yeah. Job done. Also, you know what else can... Sorry, Luis. You know who else can go fuck that noise? Is <laughs> people who... App developers who release paid-for apps and then still include in-app purchases and yeah. microtransactions. Oh, <laughs> fucking... Fuck your noise, cuntos. See, I've got no, I'm not... I've got no problem with a, with an app that has got like like a light version of an app that's got limited functionality, and if you enjoy it, you yeah. you buy it and then you own yeah. the full app. That's that's no problem in my mind. That's like a demo. Hmm. That's like a kind yeah. of an, an unlimited use demo, and if you want the additional features, you pay the money, and that's it. You own the app. That's absolutely yeah. great. But no, this whole microtransaction thing is just, just stop doing it. And do you know the only reason it exists? It exists so that kids can play a game on their parents' phone and the parents think, oh, they're playing a free game and then suddenly, without fucking knowing it, they have bought a shit ton of colours, yeah, or whatever it is on fucking draw something and suddenly you're 150 quid in debt. Because that's yeah. happened to me. Yeah, I got a new phone. I completely forgot to put a pin on it because apparently the pin doesn't carry over with your account. And, uh, and suddenly draw something 
transaction purchases start popping up and they're non-refundable as well non the in-app purchases are refundable oh yeah what's he done you done yep stupid all right okay there we go that's the end of it is that the end of the news i've got one little other piece uh, for football football video game fans uh, konami uh, obviously released pez and they've been doing it every year for a long time and they've admitted that 2014's version was half done and they're extremely unhappy at the feedback, which uh, they should kind of expect if you're fucking releasing half-done games. Yeah. Well, so well, what, yeah. now that now what? they're unhappy with the feedback, they're un- so now they've had bad feedback, they're unhappy. They weren't unhappy before yeah. they got the bad feedback. No, they're quite happy to release a half half so uh, now half-done we, game. Now we've been caught out. That's, <laughs> yeah, like, that's like a murderer. That's like a oh murderer saying in court. Well, yeah, now I'm upset about it. Mm. Yeah, now now I've been caught. Like before I got now caught, I'm sorry. Yeah, before I got caught, I was totally fine. You know, yeah. before that Columbo guy came, my ass off. Yeah, exactly. Before that Columbo guy in that trench coat came along, I was fucking having a great time. And now suddenly, yeah, I'm not so happy about it. Well, good guys, Konami have said. Great time. Good guys, Konami have said they'll release 20, uh, 2015's version when it's ready. Oh, thanks very much. 2018. Look forward <laughs> to Pez 2015 in 2018. Yeah. It's going to no be amazing. No FIFA's kicking their ass every year. There we go. Okay, that's for both of our uh, our listeners that like uh, football games. There you go. That's all the shit that's been going on. So we we've got nothing else. That's it. This is this is just like I say, like I said earlier on. This is this is merely a palate cleanser. This is like the the, the kind of prefix to the main event now. And this is getting you all up to date. This is this is, this is get, yeah. This is like a canopy. This is like this is going to go wrong. I can already tell. This is like a little. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a little obscene, obscene Ready Player Two canopy rolled Ooh. up in some phyllo pastry, ready to insert right between your tonsils. And you can you can have that. You can enjoy it. You can kind of rub it up against yourself and eat it, and then feel good about the fact that we're back. We're coming out with new podcasts, and we're going to be doing them. Uh, Fortnightly, we think Fortnightly is probably going to, we're going to mix it up a little bit, but what we're going to try and do is get a few more gaming sessions in, in with everybody yeah. that we've, we've got in the community. We've been doing, we did a few gaming sessions kind of after the last podcast that we did and in between while we've been away. Um, and it's great. It's really good to play games with the community. And this is what it's all about. Talking about it all the time is all well and good, but we want to kind of hear what everybody else has got to say. And the best thing to, the best way to do that is to play games with them. So we're going to be doing a podcast one week and then we'll be playing some games the next week, trying to get as many people involved as we can. And then we'll do a podcast the week after and then if we feel like it we might do a podcast and a gaming session the week after who fucking knows what's going to happen in this crazy place that is ready player 2 because I, I certainly don't i said i've got no yeah for instance if we are all playing minecraft i could really easily record the call and uh, stick it out as a little bonus cast that would be amazing bonus cast yeah. i like the idea of that it's like it's like something that you get in a hospital it's like, I know, you only, I know you only fucked up that arm, but look what we did to the other one! Hooray! All the drawings! <laughs> now, yes, now people can sign both your arms, and they won't know which one's broken. We put smiley um, faces on this arm! <laughs> and you can't fucking do anything about it. What are you going to do, weirdo? <laughs> Sorry, I don't even know. I don't know what's happening to me tonight. So, um, yeah, that's us. This is what we're doing. We, we do, like, we mix it up kind of every season. We keep trying different things. There's going to be more content coming out on the website. Um, if we can find some writers that are actually going to hang around long enough to write some shit for us it's going to be fine we'll be pushing out content this is this is we are we've decided we're all about the podcast we've got stuff on the website as well but we're all about the podcast we're all about entertaining ourselves and talking to the community and having fun with you guys that's our main focus that's what we're good at that's what we started off doing and that's what we enjoy so yeah, we're going to be doing I, this. We're doing this all the way up to September, and we're going to be going to be EGX as well. So if anybody else is heading over to Eurogamer, tell us. Get in contact with us. Let us know because we're going to be meeting up at Eurogamer. Well, after Eurogamer, um, at our offices, 
Uh, we haven't decided where our offices are yet, as long as it's got taps. Um, and <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know, there's bar people stood behind the, the office desks. I'm doing that with bunny ears. And um, ladies. <laughs> Yeah, and we will all have <laughs> we will all have very grown up and adult uh, lubricated meeting, and I mean that in almost no. every sense of that word. Alternatively, <laughs> you could come and get shit faced in a park with me, in London. In a park. In a park. Hey. I bet you say that. I bet you say that to all the underage girls. That's how me and Hazel met together. Uncommon. That's how you and Hazel met. Oh my god. Oh my Here, god. take this and bash your mum over the back of the head with it, and me and you are gonna go drink vodka in that park. <laughs> Oh my god, we're gonna get in such trouble. I love the I love the way that on one hand we are in no way, shape, or form con- condoning video games and violent video games with yo- with youngsters, but at, at the same on the same hand we're saying actually actually you know going off going off and running away with underage girls it's okay that's absolutely fine we've got we've got no problem with that we are we are the bipolar podcast from hell okay so this I'm is over we're loud you're over yeah we're all over eighteen now's just over eighteen she can <laughs> as well. <laughs> Everyone makes fun I'm, of hey. me being a youngling. I'm not a youngling. I'm only just over. I don't know what you guys are on about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think it needs oh. belly lats. I don't. Sorry. So that's it. That's this is us. We are back. We are we are back. We are raw. We we definitely wear all of our hearts on our sleeves. Is everybody feeling good? Are we happy to be back? Yes. Yeah. I did. Um, I was thinking mm-hmm. about you guys today, actually. I was thinking. I was thinking about you guys today, and um, and it was like meeting up with <laughs> you guys after a break is like oh. meeting up with one of, you know, you see one of those friends that you you haven't seen for a long time, and then after a little while, you like you soon start to remember why you haven't seen them for a while. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. That, and you're like, at the end of the conversation, you're like, yeah, 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 I'll totally add you on Facebook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally yeah. Add, add, me on fa- add me on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Where I can safely decline you from the comfort of my own home. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Aww. Yeah. Oh, I think we're all very glad to be back. So yeah. there we go. Thank you. Welcome back to everybody. We're not going to run long, uh, which is a completely bizarre thing for us, but we're not going to run long. Mm-hmm. We've had a good time. We've had a good chat. We're all cut up. So I think next week we're going to come back hard, fast, strong, and well lubricated. Are we all good for that? Let's fucking do this. In your faces. And ears. Do this. In your faces and your ears. That's like, that's like the best night out. Oh, no, no, no. Is that the noise it makes? <laughs> <laughs> I like that we kind of got like audible sensibilities as well. Thank you very much, everybody. We are Ready Player Two. We are back for season three, and we will be back in your ear holes and your face holes next week. I am Rich. Goodbye. 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 Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Also, as a side note, let's leave out the creepy guy from the beginning of the call because. Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> oh, I- 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 